When you're trying to identify future leaders to help your organization move forward, where do you start? And how do you really know what you're even looking for? Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode of CEO on the Go. I'm so excited because this topic is actually being brought to you by special request. And what I mean by that is that one of my loyal listeners who I actually had the chance to see in person recently, which was fun, suggested that I do an episode on identifying young leaders. And it's actually a great topic. I can't believe I haven't thought of that sooner. So thanks for that suggestion. This listener happens to be in the healthcare industry, but the thoughts I'll share today can apply in any field. So I hope you'll listen carefully and see how you can apply some of the ideas in your own organization. The reality is that many organizations are losing top leaders or they're preparing to lose senior leaders. Uh, who are often baby boomers or who've had years of experience. They're looking at retirement or trying to find ways to phase out of their careers. So there's a great need to identify young leadership talent that you can develop. So in this short episode, I'll cover ways to identify potential leaders, and then I'll do a separate part two episode to offer ideas on what you can do to engage and develop young leaders if you're not doing that already. And before I talk about identifying talent, I want to offer how I think you need to even be thinking about the issue, because it's likely that you're thinking about, quote, filling a leadership pipeline, end quote, like it's this linear career path. That's a phrase that we commonly hear, you know, for many people who've been in the workplace for a long time, you're used to moving people through a career path that has a logical progression of increasing responsibility, kind of, you know, working your way up this hierarchy model of leadership, where you've got top leaders at the top of the pyramid, if you can visualize that. But In today's world, some people with leadership potential may be looking for more of a portfolio career path, meaning they want to gain different experiences. And this could look like leadership roles that are different than what you're used to seeing, maybe rotating leadership roles, or kind of a a choose your own adventure type of career. We actually have that opportunity to pick the choose your own adventure career and life experience for that matter. At least that's what I've done in my own life and work. I encourage you to think about creating an ecosystem in your workplace where leaders can thrive in different ways. And by that, I mean thinking about the physical environment, the social environment, the learning environment, the culture. It's important to think about the environment that you want to create to help leaders thrive, not just think about the talent alone. Because if you're not thinking about this new paradigm and what leaders will really need to thrive in that way, they won't stay with you anyway. So the good news is, though, that you can engage them in ways so that they can actually help you co-create that environment. I'll talk about that on the next episode. But again, my point is, before you identify young leadership talent, get clear about what you'll be creating in the future, not just trying to fill existing positions in your current paradigm or in the current version of your organization. Okay, so 
where do you start to identify young leaders? Well, you have to know what you're really looking for, right? So let's start by identifying some key skills and traits that may or may not be obvious to you. And of course, you and I could probably debate what we think might make a good leader. But since I'm doing all the talking today, (laughs) I'll share five key skills or categories of skills that I think are most important to look for in a person, regardless of the type of organization or industry. Number one, communication, good communication skills. You know, Some young people may have natural skill in that area. Many don't know or haven't had good models. Uh, They've been brought up in a, in a, you know, in a generation that communicates differently. Uh, Sometimes they'll communicate an email inappropriately or they'll, they'll show kind of a lack of understanding about best practice in a professional setting. Uh, The tone or style may be off. But those who are good communicators, and I'm not talking about just in writing or in emails and that kind of thing, but, you know, in actual conversations where they know uh, how to speak and how to listen, you know, listening is such an underrated skill. And in many cases, they've got to be great listeners to understand where people are coming from. Good communicators have better ability to influence. I think communication is one of the greatest barometers that you can look at to determine if someone has good leadership potential. It's everything. So I wanted to put that one at the top of my list. And these are in no particular order, by the way. They're all important. Uh, the second one is emotional intelligence. And, you know, that's different from IQ. Oftentimes it's referred to as EQ. And emotional intelligence has to, has to do with an individual's ability to sense and understand and effectively apply that, you know, the power of acumen of emotions. And that helps facilitate higher levels of collaboration and productivity. So the young people in your organization who are kind of the natural mentors or who naturally seem to to help people learn, they probably have strong emotional intelligence. They leverage the strong sense that they have of themselves and other people to achieve results and to, um, you know, build better collaboration in the workplace. You know, sometimes I'll hear people say, you know, he just doesn't know how to read the room. And that's a sign of a person who, who lacks emotional intelligence. The good news is that emotional intelligence can be developed, but it's such a big topic. I'll probably devote a special episode just to emotional intelligence to, to do a deeper dive. But it's, it's another critical leadership skill to look for in the people that you're considering. The third skill to look for or trait is curiosity. Does this person show curiosity? And I'm not talking about, you know, curiosity that leads to gossip, like, hey, I want to know what's going on and who's doing what. You know, instead, it's curiosity that fosters problem solving. Do they have this growth mindset where, you know, a lot of people who have a growth mindset are naturally curious, curious about understanding people specifically. You can be the smartest person in your field, but if you don't understand and relate well to people, you can't lead well. And if you're growing an organization, you have to be growing yourself. So look for that skill uh, or that trait of being curious. Does this person show kind of a natural curiosity to want to understand things, to want to grow themselves? I'm sometimes surprised by young people who I encounter that think that they know so much. They don't show an openness to learning. And that's a real red flag to look out for. The fourth skill is creativity 
or imagination. I'm grouping them together for purposes of this episode, but creativity is often cited as one of the most important leadership skills. There was an IBM study that helped to validate that. And I had a podcast guest way back when, uh, Janine Ledford, who talked about the skill of intercultural creativity. So look for that, uh, that the creativity that someone might exude or the desire to use their imagination to think more futuristically. And then finally, number five, integrative thinking. And that means combining reason, intuition, you know, being able to reframe problems. Um, it speaks to the ability for someone to see the big picture, you know, to the ability to really see opposing ideas. And instead of choosing one or the other, these people can generate creative resolution. They don't see things as either or black or white. So being able to, to use that kind of integrative thinking can serve a leader well. So those are just the five that come to mind that I think are extremely important for you to be looking for in other people. And the good news is that there are lots of assessments available that can help you determine the kinds of skills and communication style and motivational profile that your people have. So if you're interested in learning more, you can simply send an email to admin at workmatters.com so we can follow up with you. Mention this podcast. Assessments are powerful tools to help you gain insights quickly about a person and their leadership potential, especially when those tools are used well. And, you know, what I've found is that not only do organizations gain more insight about their people, but the individuals gain more insights about themselves and those people that they work with. So it's invaluable for young people to have that kind of awareness early in their career. It's a win-win for everybody. All that being said, it doesn't matter if you have great skill in each of those areas, if the person doesn't have the right attitude. So you can't look for just skill alone. It, you know, it's a lot easier to train uh, skills when you have someone with a good attitude, but it's extremely hard, if not impossible, to change someone with a bad attitude, a bad attitude, maybe someone who's constantly complaining or shows insensitivity to other people, or, you know, they're the kinds that are stirring the pot in a destructive way. So look for people who have a let's figure this out kind of mindset, or, you know, we can do this kind of demeanor, they show a more positive or optimistic outlook. Uh, Attitude is so important to consider not just skills alone. So I had to mention that. So where do you find them internally and externally? Let's start with internally, where can you look inside your organization to find those that have leadership potential. One idea is to post a special project so that you can see who raises their hand to want to be involved, see those who are showing the initiative to help the organization in some way. That's a great test to see who wants to engage, who wants to make this this, uh, team or department or organization better. Some specific projects to get you thinking might be if you're in healthcare to put together a project uh, to improve how you're transferring patients or... Uh, how, how to help create more ease of practice, you know, where can we create more efficiencies and how we're operating um, in another field, maybe you're in financial services, and you're looking to partner with more organizations and other fields. So put together a project that helps you explore where can we create stronger strategic partnerships. 
Um, maybe you're trying to improve some systems and technology, create a project around that. See who wants to raise their hand. I was involved in a technology project and I, that is not my strength, but I appreciated being involved in that process because I was able to contribute ideas from my perspective. And it also helped me learn more about how my organization, uh, when I was in the corporate world, uh, was thinking about creating systems to help us improve our client services. So pick a specific need or area of potential improvement, wrap it in the form of a project, and put it out there to see what kind of interest you get. Look for people who are presenting when you have team meetings or department meetings, people who are speaking out, maybe they're at conferences. Presenting or speaking is a really important uh, skill that can be uh, kind of an indicator that someone has great leadership potential. Another marker to look for, someone who shows initiative. You know, they're making suggestions. They're not just complaining. They're not coming in your office every day going, this is wrong. And we, we're having so many problems in this area. They're actually bringing forward solutions. So someone who takes that initiative is great to look for in your organization. And, you know, be careful not just to be uh, paying attention to more extroverted kinds of signals. There is introverted talent within your organization too. And so where might you look for more introverted leaders who can shine? Well, they might be those that are in- involved in learning and development. They might be taking classes or workshops. You know, I personally, I consider myself someone who kind of had to work at uh, coming out of her shell a bit. I was a part of Toastmasters for many years, if you're familiar with that. Uh, they're often, you know, drawn to personal growth. That's a good sign that you've got someone who wants to grow and learn uh, to know that they have leadership potential. They may not be the loudest in the room. Don't rule out people who have not been in your organization for very long. Sometimes you might want to look at those who've been most loyal or who've had the most experience, but it's not a given that they are necessarily the best leaders. You know, employers used to look at longevity as a basis to determine leadership potential in an organization. <laughs> and longevity these days may be like, you know, two years. <laughs> um, you know, there are many young people who've had short snippets of experiences in different kinds of organizations and in different industries even. And, and that used to be viewed as being disloyal. And this may sound controversial, But I actually think bouncing around is not necessarily a bad thing. Young people need exposure to different experiences, different cultures, different business environments to determine what they really want. You can learn more quickly, you know, when you're in different environments like that. And you can learn through their experience as well. If you see that they have leadership potential and you want to really want to help develop them, they may have some insights that they can bring to the table because they've had uh, such different experiences. So be sure not to rule them out. Now let's look at the external places where you might look for young leadership talent. That means outside of your organization. Well, they're likely out there in your community. You know, just recently in our local business journal, they were promoting uh, uh, top 40 under 40, you know, celebrating up and coming individuals who will be leaders of the future in our community. So study those people. Who are they? What organizations are they connected with? What fields are they in? Even if they're not in your direct field, there may be some kind of tangential field that they're in, or they may be connected to other peers. You know, oftentimes people who are 40 under 40, 
they're connected to other high achiever types or those that really want to be making a contribution in the community. Uh, They may be associated with nonprofits, or they might be on boards involved in fundraising events. They might be volunteering at events. And again, going back to looking for more of the hidden talent, they might be those who are published, you know, showing a point of view, publishing articles in publications. They may be actively posting on LinkedIn. And I don't mean just, you know, to be seen, but they're posting content that's valuable on LinkedIn, which is known as one of the most popular social media networks for professionals and business. So look for them uh, below the radar and look for them in your own network. Some of your peers are actually uh, probably connected to many of the young leaders that you're trying to reach. So the more that you kind of put your feelers out to people that you know already in your own network and let them know that you're trying to identify people that you can bring into your organization, um, it doesn't have to be uh, so difficult. They're probably right there. So the bottom line There are lots of places where you can identify leadership talent, both within and outside your organization. And there are ways that you can create opportunities that help them emerge more easily, you know, some, you know, posting some of the special projects or initiatives that you're working on. So the good news is they are out there and they're eager to grow and do work that matters. So I hope this has your wheels turning. If you'd like to talk about what you're doing to identify young leadership talent, or you want more support in this area, just let me know. So again, thanks again for suggesting this topic. We could go even deeper, but that's it for now. I hope you have a great rest of the week doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.